0: Welcome back to another brand new episode of the nothing important podcast with your host Matt Reyes. How are you fucking doing? How are you doing? Are you ready? I should ask you that question. Are you fucking ready? Cause I'm ready. You know why I'm ready? Do you understand why I'm ready? I'm ready because one does not have to get ready to be themselves. I'm already fucking here and I'm being myself, right? Aren't I? Or is this a facade? Is this a persona? Uh, is this disingenuous? Is this a character? Am I laying it on thick? You know? Did I did I put the mask on? Am I Jim Carrey in the movie, The Mask? Um, and I, I'm putting on the persona and I am uh, I let that person drive the car and I'm on the passenger side and I'm just alone for the ride. Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't know, you be the judge, right? Um, a lot of judges out there, a lot of judges. Uh, <laughs> Since the pandemic, there's a lot of doctors It's people that really fucking uh, have done no studying, but there's this fucking um, arrogance that's bred from the Internet, from the, the technological advancements that have been made that allow everybody to be connected through the interwebs, that allow everybody to broadcast their thoughts on whatever medium that they choose. And if so happen, they may be compelling or entertaining or charismatic and they amass a following behind them. And that would then validate whatever the fuck they're saying. You know what I mean? could be um could be anybody could be anybody with any type of problems maybe they haven't even resolved their own problems but they're giving you advice is that what i'm doing (laughs) am i following the trend am i following the habit of so many other people you know what i mean the drug addicts that get on tiktok and they do dances and they get two million views or the uh um the sex addicts you know (laughs) The sex addicts on TikTok talking about whatever. I think that's a conflict. If you are a sex addict and you're on TikTok, you know, that should be like, you know, when I was growing up in the hood, I always got to use the hood as an analogy. You know what I mean? So that's part of the persona, right? That didn't really happen. But when I was growing up in the projects, um, in a very, this is where you guys have to cry for me. Because it's so painful. So painful. I'm so affected. I need therapy. Because my parents divorced. No. Um... (laughs) But I (laughs) when I was growing up with real problems, um you if you were like a felon, if you uh sold drugs or you touched on children, which people do that, unfortunately. Welcome to the real world. Uh for anybody who's listening and they're not yet an adult mentally, maybe you're an adult legally. Maybe you go drink, sucky fucky, do whatever the fuck you want to do. But maybe mentally you have not developed the muscles of understanding what this world actually is. And for those folks out there, I will be your friendly, gentle reminder uh, that bad shit happens and bad shit is consistently happening Um, like rape, like murder, like theft, like drugs. Um, (laughs) And uh, when you're a felon in New York City, you're no longer allowed to. Live in New York City housing. I think that's kind of a blessing. You know what I'm saying? If there was a reason for me to not be able to go back to the projects, I'd take that all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if that's what it would it entailed, that I don't have to fucking go back, give me a felony. Um, no, I don't. I, I would. I would hate going to prison. I'm not built for that. I am not built for that. Whew. Um, but the point here, this was a. a this is. I took a long trip. It's a long spin around the block to get back to this metaphor, this association I was trying to make. I was trying to say that if you are a sex addict and you're on TikTok, that should not be legal, right? Because what the fuck is TikTok? TikTok is just like a whole bunch of fucking horny kids. All the kids that got uh, fucking <laughs> programmed by pop music. You know what I mean? Cardi B taught them how to give a blowjob at 12 years old. Great. Life skills. You know what's so funny about that? I could shit on Cardi B for doing that, right? I could shit on the music industry for teaching children to be sexual. But isn't that how commerce works nowadays? Isn't that like... <laughs> isn't OnlyFans gain full employment? Isn't that how that works? You know, when they when somebody says that an entrepreneur nowadays, that means that they get on camera and they shove a big cl- plastic dick in their ass. That's what entrepreneurial spirit is now. Um, You got to go out there and grind. You got to go out there and grind, baby. Um... But yeah. So I guess you know, in this weird dystopia that we exist in, more negative, uh in this weird dystopic society that we exist um Cardi B is actually and 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 whoever's teaching little girls how to suck dicks on songs, they're actually like you remember in the past when they had like mechanic shop class and they would teach the kids who were too stupid to <laughs> too stupid to read how to work with their hands and that's human that's humanity. Not everybody is a fucking a smart guy not everybody has the potential to be a therapist or a psychiatrist or um whatever the fuck people are doing right for money but um not everybody has that potentiality and so in the past there was a little bit more humanity in the educational system they said okay you have uh you know a couple less brain cells let's teach you how to do something with your hands that's an admirable craft jesus christ was a carpenter right we all listen to jesus still we still listen to Jesus. And he was making tables and chairs. I'm, I'm taking advice from... Was he Mexican? What was he... Um, Jesus. I, okay. But the point here is, back in the day they did that. And nowadays, that has transformed into pop music. Teaching little girls how to suck dick. That's like machine class. machine, mach- Hand hand machine work. Machine hand work. Man, hand machine. I, I just started malfunctioning. Um <laughs> just started malfunctioning um that's like mechanic class or whatever the fuck it was i was born in 1992 i just heard about that shit and i thought oh that was a pretty good idea um nowadays you know cardi b's doing the good work good lord's work she is teaching little girls how to make real money you know what i'm saying only fans jesus christ um yeah man yeah I was just glitching there you know i I think about that sometimes like are we computers is that what we are are we do we think of ourselves incorrectly you know we build computers i heard this it was uh, joe rogan said this you know i'll give credit where credit is due joe rogan said this one time i thought it was a really interesting thought he was talking he was kind of like pitching technological advancements um and kind of playing devil's advocate to the argument that uh There's going to be like artificial intelligence that becomes um, sentient and um, overpowers humanity or that we're taking it too far or we're doing too much. We're trying to, you know, merge biology and technology until we're just fucking uploaded into some type of cloud and we can live forever just mentally or whatever the fuck people are trying to do in San Francisco. And his devil's advocate pitch um, was just talking about like if a beaver builds a dam, is that non-organic? They're just using materials that exist on the planet. That is all organic, right? That's natural. And they're doing what's natural to them. Their natural subconscious instinct drives them to build a dam. You know what I mean? Um, are Mexicans part beaver? No. That's racist. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Mexicans are building a dam. Um, but They're definitely uh, definitely building. Um But yeah, so I thought that was a really interesting thought. It's like, you know, it's a different way to think about it. So then are human beings really, are we really doing something that's not organic by fucking this pursuit of trying to, what what was that movie? Um, What the fuck was that movie? I can't remember that movie. It's like somebody got like downloaded into, um, I forgot what it was. Yeah, but anyway, so, you know, is it weird that, Human beings are actually kind of like trying to transcend the physical realm, you know, and go into something else that is, I guess, man-made. But wouldn't that be considered organic? Is is that natural human evolution? Is that what that is? You know? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know how it works. You know, I am just a guy. I am just a guy who apparently has a lot of issues. (laughs) I got to go see some professional help. You know what I mean? You know? Um I've been very lucky. I, I think I made an episode previously uh where I was I was comparing myself to Forrest Gump because that's the level of luck that you need when you have a past like mine to be able to navigate those situations. It would be damn near impossible, probability wise, for me to have survived and existed up until thirty years old with everything that I've been through, right? It's it's debilitating trauma. My mommy didn't love me and um or you know Maybe I just have a different perspective that allows me to kind of, you know, not give a shit about the past. But I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Maybe I am Forrest Gump and I'm so fucking ignorant to what's really going on. But that's beneficial, right? It allows me to just stumble into situations where I can become a fucking master ping pong um, player. You know, I keep on hitting it back to your side of the court. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe that's what that is. I'm just so fucking retarded. I'm good at shit like that. That's a possibility. It's a possibility. Um, I think about that, though. You know, like, I just said that, you know, funny enough that I need therapy. What do I really think about therapy? I talk to my boys about this. It's a different perspective that comes from the lifestyle that we endured. You know what I'm saying? Every rap song, every rap album, hip-hop culture, BET, it trains people to look at that lifestyle as doom and gloom and gray and horrible. I grew up in New York City. It was bad. It was bad. It was rough. But I like to look at it as it made me tough mentally, um, physically to a certain degree. You know, I watch fucking UFC. I know there's a lot of guys that I can't fucking contend with. I'm not delusional. <laughs> but uh, I like to think it made me the man who I am. And who am I? Who am I? Why don't you tell me who I am, uh, listeners? Because guys uh, listen to me, right? Um, tell me who I am. Who do I, who I think I am? Uh, I like that person. I like that person. And I like the potential of the person that I, I wish to be. Just looking in the future, right? That's important sometimes. And, like, I think about that, man. I think sometimes it's like there's levels to this shit. You know Meek Mill? You guys know Meek Mill? You know what I'm saying? He's an artist. He's more... I think I referenced Nas in a, in a past episode. You know, Nasir Jones. Genius, right? Young prodigy. And uh, that gentleman... um, He's a little bit older now. Uh, a younger artist, Meek Mill, he said he said this thing. It's a little profound as well. He's not as eloquent. He's not as much of a wordsmith as Nasir. He is not the same type of poet. But he has a way to say something very simply, right? One-liner. That, if you're part of the culture, you kind of understand the philosophical breakdown. So for anybody who's not part of the culture, I'll tell you the line and I'll try to help you understand. In terms of the way that you were raised and in terms of the way that you probably learned shit. Um, You're familiar with, like, Maslow's Pyramid of Hierarchy. People are familiar with this shit. You know what I mean? Meek Mill, bright young man, comes from nothing. He says there's levels to this shit. You know what I mean? So what he's basically talking about, and how I'm going to tie this in here. Sit down, get ready. Um, Basically, what he's talking about is, you know, you start off on one level, right? And as you reach... Everything that you need to reach, all the goals and uh, the the attainment of knowledge within that level and um, the the, the wisdom that is within that level, you would have the opportunity to ascend to another level in life. This could be anything. This is like graduating from first grade, going to second grade, passing to third grade, going to fourth grade. There's always a new thing ahead of you and you will always be the master of what you just mastered, but then be the novice student to what is new to you. You know what I'm saying? That's the path of education. It never stops. You never stop learning. Um, isn't that right? Isn't that motherfucking right? So there is there's levels to this shit in this life, you know? Um, what level of my own? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? You know what I mean? What do I fucking know? Um, as it pertains to therapy, you know, like my my position on therapy, I feel like if you're know, kinda of just tying in Maslow's Pyramid of Hierarchy or, you know, the Meek Mill bar, ball. the balls. If you are a person that has gone through some type of trauma, you're a human being. Everybody's had some shit happen to them, right? Everybody's had some shit happen to them to some degree. I think everybody having the same uh, range of emotions, boring, excluding sociopaths or psychopaths, just a regular person having happiness and sadness and Um, you know, existential crisis in their life or some type of, you know, feelings of bliss or all all the ranges of emotions that an average human being has, right? Um, Having that range of emotions, maybe what we feel or what we perceive as trauma is relative. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe it may feel like the same hell for you and the same hell for me, but what happened to cause that emotion is completely different, it varies. You know, that's why I said there's levels of this shit. It's like, somebody could be so affected to the point of depression, to the point that it pushes them to addiction, but the catalyst in their situation um, may be to somebody like myself, minute, something that really is not emotionally affecting them. You know, like maybe a parent uh, neglecting them or treating them bad or something like that. And maybe because I grew up in an environment where that was like the norm, that is not really like a trauma to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really like, doesn't bother me as much. I think about it like, if you are bred for war, you may grow up with certain calluses that somebody in a developed city or developed nation um, that is not exposed to that lifestyle has. You may have some, some calluses and that person may look at an individual who grew up easier and um, Who's affected They experience the same level of emotions And you know, they experience sadness Or uh, maybe some angst Or anxiety or depression But That person that went through war Looks at the person that didn't And says, you know, like The catalyst kind of Makes them define that person as like You know, maybe more sensitive And we lose sensitivities for different reasons Various reasons that we lose sensitivities throughout life You know, we start feeling numb You know, we, you know not like comfortably. numb. I'm not like I'm not talking about like a relaxed state where you listen to a fucking song and shit like that. I'm not I'm, I'm not talking about hair hair on. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like numbness emotionally. I'm talking about when you uh, go through things so consistently in life that it doesn't hurt the same way spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. It doesn't feel the same way that most people would think it would feel, or if it happened to somebody else. Um, you know, how that would affect them. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm not a fucking therapist and I don't claim to be, you know who I am? I'm a guy. I'm just a, I'm just a guy, right? I am just a guy trying to get people to listen to me. Is that goal getting achieved? Am I being successful in that pursuit? You know, it, it is to be seen. It is to be seen. Um, The way I stay positive in my mind the way that I stayed honest with myself, I just, you know, I determine what I will and I will not do, and you know that is always based on opportunities that present themselves to me, and um, I'm always open. I'm always open to to understanding more. I'm going on a tangent, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to lull you to motherfucking sleep. I do that to my daughter. She's on a she's on a little nappy time right now. My beautiful baby. She's in a little nappy time. You know, daddy pull her for a little nappy. Nappy rockabye baby on the treetop eyes get glassy. she goes Ooh. i get really good at that shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> when you have a child you get really good at it for a while and um i put my head up my girl's asleep too i'm like what the fuck um Yeah, that is going to be an episode, ladies and gentlemen. I do appreciate anybody that is listening. If I am inspiring you in any way, I appreciate you. I want to say that sincerely. If this is causing any form of inspiration, if you can draw from this anything that would give you some light in your day, that would give you some confidence about yourself, that would allow you to go and attack the things that are in your life that you need to do to sustain yourself and sustain your family. That's more than flattering. It's more than fulfilling. Uh, It's more than confidence boosting. It is more than that. Um, Continue to follow the program. Continue to follow me on Instagram. Continue to get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Rate me five stars. I deserve it. I believe so. You know what I mean? I think you believe so as well. Um, you know what else I think I deserve? I think I deserve the support of the people who are enjoying the content, who are being inspired. Anybody who is listening in from wherever you're listening in from, if you're in New York City, yo, if you're around me in Atlanta, you're, if you're back in Los Angeles, where I used to live for some years, you know what I'm saying? That beautiful fucking, uh, it looks like an Instagram filter out there. It is just a beautiful illusion. Um <laughs> If you're out there on the West Coast, you know, a little recommendation. Go down to my favorite taco spot. It is on Arlington and Washington. Everybody's there is is illegal. And that's that's the sign of a good taco. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But before you call ice on these motherfuckers, go and try a taco and tell me you don't want to enslave that cook. Tell me Um, that's racist. That is racist on a lot of levels. (sighs) Thank you for listening. Enjoy your day.